Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So let's see. Welcome back. I was not on here last week. Um... You know, this is a crazy time, right? I'm going to fill you in on a little bit of the goings-on around here and what is coming up on the podcast. Um, But before I start, I do want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian uh, publishing company. They have awesome homeschooling curriculum for all ages, and they are Bible-based and um, a great way for your children to learn and to defend their faith. Right now, Apologia has so many sales going on for the new year. If you're stocking up for your curriculum next year, now is the time to do it. Go over to Apologia.com. They have lots of resources, curriculum, and even some freebies over there. So go check them out. So I wanted to um, talk today. Well, first, before I, I get into it, I wanted to just kind of fill you guys in on what's been going on here. These are crazy times we're living in, right? And um, life around here has been really great. And of course, like everyone else, really, you know, not so great. I say really great because I have felt very peaceful in the past two months. I will tell you, yesterday I went out in public for the first time in over two months. Um, I have been out of my house. I have been in the car. I have visited family. We've had friends outdoors over. um, But yesterday was the first time I actually got to go to the store. And I will say it was a pleasant surprise. I didn't think that it would be enjoyable. I thought it was going to be weird. And I'm so grateful that people were like overly kind and nice. And I think everybody was just, it was a beautiful day out. I think everybody was just happy to be out. And um, it was just, it was really nice. I remembered that we are created for connection and being able to see other people and smile at them and, you know, just exchange pleasantries. It was really wonderful. And I realized like, this is what we're made for. And, you know, Jesus didn't tell us to wait for the perfect circumstances to go and connect with people and to, and to um, share with people. He told us to go make disciples. And so that has been on my mind so much lately. If you listen to my Simply Living for Him devotionals, I have them on YouTube right now. And I also am uploading them to my Simply Living for Him online community. I've been talking a lot about that and the Great Commission Um, and just really these past two months, God has lit a fire under me. Like, you know what? Um, you were made for a purpose and not for yourself. And so I've been really focusing on the great commission and when this is all over and not even waiting till it's all over, but you know, going forward, how am I going to fulfill that great commission? Um, how am I going and telling people of the great news of Jesus? And so Yeah, that's been on my mind. Um, As I've told you, the Simply Living for Him online community is thriving. Uh, We have about 550 members right now. It is for women only. It is an online hub, so to speak, a community, um, a social media 
but it's just for simple living for him. And it's just for um, growing in your walk with the Lord. We have different groups in there that you can join. I'm teaching a different Bible study every month right now. I'm um, We're doing Bible scripture memorization and scripture, scripture writing challenges every month. There's um, actually a group in there called The Great Commission, where we're going to be exchanging ideas and how we can go out into our communities and beyond to share the love of Jesus and the hope of Jesus. And it's just a great place to kind of get away from all the noise of the world and really focus on our walk with the Lord. And the most important thing is that we don't focus on our walk with the Lord and growing with the Lord for us. You know, a lot of times that's what we think, like, I need to better myself and I want to be closer to God and all these things. And while those things are part of it, why do we do that? So that we can be a light in our communities. I really believe equipping women with the word and the truth and women growing in their walk with the Lord will then go out into their communities and they can affect their communities, right? You can affect your community um, with a positive light. Just like I felt yesterday when I was over there walking around Target. You know what? I carry the light of Christ in me wherever I go, even in Target. How am I going to show that to everybody? And um I've been thinking a lot about that lately, so I'm excited about the community and seeing women grow closer to the Lord, not to hoard it for ourselves, but to share the great news of Jesus with our world beyond us. And so if you are interested in joining, it is completely free. And you can join at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. You can join just for the Bible study, just for the challenges, just for the fellowship. You can join for whatever reason you want. You do not have to do all of it or any of it. You can just come on in and check it out. Um, So I did want to say that. And let's see, we've got our garden finally planted here at Love's Farm. We're trying to resurrect Love's Farm this year. As I've talked, you know, um, I say in the beginning in the intro for the podcast, you know, life here on our hobby farm. And I haven't talked a great deal about our hobby farm this year because last year our garden really just went down the drain. And so if anyone has been listening a while, when we first moved out here to the country six years ago, we decided that we wanted to grow tons of food and be able to use it as a ministry to share our food with our neighbors and our community. And um, we had a little farm stand in front of the house with all of our produce and we would put a sign that said free. And we did great the first couple of years. Last year, let me tell you, life got crazy and our farm our garden just kind of went down the drain and so we have spent this quarantine time being home trying to resurrect the garden we completely ripped everything out started from scratch so we've been busy with that Um, you can see pictures we have a facebook page for love's farm if you don't know that you can see pictures of what we planted we're not going overboard this year though because we don't want to get like last year in over our heads we plant, we will reap what we reap. And, you know, ultimately, if we can share our harvest, that is wonderful. But we're trying not to get in over our heads. Um, We also have two new family members on the farm. We have two little ducklings. They don't have names yet because we don't know if they're going to be boys or girls. But our little farmer boy had the opportunity to to acquire two ducks for the farm. We've had ducks in the past, so we know what we're getting into, and I adore ducks. I know they're messy and stinky, but I adore them. And so we have two new ducks. We are getting this, let's see, in about a week, we're getting um, six guinea hens, and then we are getting um, a dozen or so chickens. Chicks are coming in a couple of weeks after that. 
And of course, we still have Thelma and Louise. I adore my goats. If you guys aren't following along on Instagram, my Simply Living for Him account, I'm always putting up pictures and videos of Thelma and Louise because they're just adorable. But I have been enjoying um, the slow time around here. I have been enjoying my property. I have been enjoying my home. It's been really nice, actually, to have nowhere to go. I don't know if anybody else out there feels that way, but it's been nice. Um, and to, you know, I've talked about this in the past couple of weeks as well. Um, it's been nice to, like, get back to homemaking and to set the table nicely and to um, bake again and just to enjoy the days here. We are so blessed to be here. I mean, I told Steve, if anybody has to be stuck at home, I'm so grateful that this is where we're stuck at home. And so um, I've just not let that like, uh, I've not taken that for granted at all. So it's been nice to kind of slow down. We've spent a lot of time on school because why not, right? We're home. I feel like we've learned so much. We've been able to dig in even more in our studies, which has been really nice. Um, And so I am excited about um, all that God has been doing in our life, even during this crisis. I keep saying it's not about God changing the circumstances always, but it's about changing us in the circumstances. He has changed me so much already in these past two months for the good, and I'm just extremely grateful for that. Um, And so one other thing I wanted to tell you exciting that's coming up on the podcast, Lord willing, next week. Now, I'm not making, don't hold me to this because it might not be next week if something happens, but Lord willing, it will be next week or shortly thereafter. I'm going to have a special guest on my podcast and it's going to be my daughter, Grace. She has agreed to come on and share her experience now that she is in college to share her experience, um, you know, as being homeschooled her entire life and, the benefits of that and maybe the drawbacks if there are any I doubt it (laughs) I'm just teasing but we'll see she's agreed to come on here and I really I really wanted her to because I have had so much um inquiries lately about homeschooling so if you're listening to this and you've been thrown into the homeschooling journey because of the pandemic and you have questions, please reach out to me. I will do my best. You know, if you need to go in depth, I do offer homeschool consulting. But if you just have like a question or two here and there and you want to email me, I am doing my best to help anyone I can right now because what you're doing at home, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this in other places, is not homeschooling. You know, this is crisis schooling. Homeschooling is a beautiful lifestyle, it's a wonderful. Um, opportunity to raise your family, you know, in a little bit of a different way. For us, it's completely normal because that's all we've ever done. But it's just been such a blessing to our family. So I will encourage you if you are thinking about homeschooling next year, because maybe you've been thrown into it and you want to stick with it, please reach out to me. Like I said, I do homeschooling consulting. But if you just have a few questions, um, I can try to help you via email. Um, Or if you want to go in depth, I do phone calls or FaceTime. Um, do hour-long consultations. You can find all the information for that on the website at Simply Living for Him. But yeah, I'm excited to have Grace on here because I just think that the further I get into the homeschooling journey, and I'm going on 15 years now, I just have seen the culture, the homeschooling culture change so much and not necessarily for the good. Like homeschool moms are so wrapped up in the stuff that it's just, you know, 
it boggles my mind. And actually, we're going to talk a little bit about that in today's topic. Um, But I'm excited because I want Grace to come on and I want to share, you know, I didn't do everything perfectly. I didn't go overboard and try to do everything, you know, above and beyond. We did no dual enrollment and no outside academic classes. And she is doing exceptionally well in college. So I think that episode is going to really encourage you all. Um, whether you're homeschooling or not, you just want to take a sneak peek into a success story. A homeschool, I truly believe Grace is a homeschool success story. And it's not my success and it's not her success. It just shows that when we surrender to God, he will um, provide. And so we'll talk all about that hopefully next week. Today I was going to talk about a topic, though, called... Um, Teach us to number our days. Psalm 90, 12 says, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And um, I was picking this to talk about, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about the homeschooling family lately and how people are just so wrapped up. And But really, no matter what, whether you're a mom, a working mom, whether you're a working woman and you're not a mom, you're a single lady, whatever stage of life you're in, we are getting, as a culture, so wrapped up in so many things. And You know, I think this pandemic has really brought a lot of us to our knees to say our days are numbered. You know, no matter what our society does to try to avoid the topic of death, because no one really wants to think about it. I feel like that's why we do what we do in society. That's why we fill up on shopping and that's why we fill up on stuff. And that's why we get distracted with every single thing there is, because we just don't want to face our own mortality. And um, the Bible says that we should number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom is a heart of wisdom, like God's wisdom, biblical wisdom, not the worldly wisdom, not knowledge and things like that. Um, But I I wrote a devotional about this, actually, in my Less Clutter, More Joy devotional. And I said in there, what would you think someday about the life you are living now? I'm like this weirdo. I think about this kind of stuff all the time. At least I remember always thinking about this, especially when my kids were little. I'd be like, what will they think someday about, you know, what we're doing now? But I don't, I I think that's kind of a good perspective to have and not to take it to the extreme where we feel like we need to make every moment matter and every second count. And, you know, we're so afraid of messing up. I don't want to take it to the extreme. But what I'm saying is, When we are numbering our days, that means we're looking at things in an eternal perspective. And we're not setting our mind on earthly things, but on things above, which it also says to do in the Bible. And so, you know, when you're looking at the perspective of numbering your days, this is so important because there is not one single person on the earth right now or that has ever lived before that has an infinite amount of days, yet many of us live like we do. And, um, or, I, or like I said before, kind of in denial, like it won't happen to us. And I think this pandemic has brought a lot of people, like I said, to their knees because we're forced to face our own mortality because, you know, death is at our, our forefront of our news every single day. I did a devotional yesterday. It's in my Simply Living for Him community, if you're a member, and it's also on YouTube. Um, and I talked about, you know, what we believe about death will determine how we live our life. And so that's kind of along these same lines of... Um, you know, numbering our days, because if we realize that our days are numbered, like I said, there's not one person who has ever, you know, lived forever. Well, obviously, we're not, I'm talking about your earthly life forever, because as Christians, we believe we will live forever in the spiritual realm, but I'm talking about our earthly life. If we realize that our days 
our number, don't you think we're going to live them a lot differently? It's like when you go on vacation. And I remember when my kids were little, we would go to North Carolina every single year. I literally would start start counting down the days um, when we were pulling away from North Carolina. Like, And I would start counting, okay, we've got 364 more days till we come back because we just loved it so much. That week was just so exciting. And so as we approached that week, we would start counting down the days and we would just be like so excited for that week to come. And then when we were in North Carolina for that week, I remember at the beginning of the week, I'd be like, yes, we have seven whole days ahead of us. And you feel like, you know, you just have this whole exciting time ahead and it just feels like, you know, it's, you're just so full of anticipation and excitement for what is to come. And, you know, what are we going to do? Which days are we going to go to the beach? And you try to make a little itinerary. What day will we go out to our favorite restaurant? What day will we get ice cream? What day are we going to hang out with our cousins who would always be there? Like all these things, right? And then all of a sudden, you're into it a couple of days and you start to I, I know for me, I would start to like panic. Oh, my goodness, we only have three days left, right? Or, you know, we're halfway through. And I would number my days. And I savored those days of vacation because I realized that they were going to end, that they were short, that they were finite. They didn't go on forever. And I wanted to make, you know, the greatest use of those days while we were there because I was always fully aware that we didn't have forever. We had seven days. And what were we going to do in those seven days? And if you look at our life, we should feel the same way. Like our days are numbered that the difference is we don't know the number, but we know that God does. So even though we don't know the number, we don't have to fret or worry because we know that God has already, as it says in the Psalms, our, um, he has our, you know, written every uh, day in the book. They are ordained. You know, They are picked out already before you were even born. And so we don't have to stress about how many. I talked about this in my devotional yesterday. There was a time in my life where I did stress out about how many. I don't want to die young and what if and what if and all that. But when we look at this eternal perspective to number our days and we realize, well, the days are already chosen and that's not for me to know, but I'm going to make the best use of them. Now, I can imagine if I went to North Carolina now, I knew I had seven days. If I went to North Carolina one year and my husband said, you know what, this year I'm not telling you how many days you have. It might be seven. It might be 14. It might be two. How are you going to make the best use of them? And I think the longer it went on, I might t start to get complacent. I'd be like, well, I've been here this long, right? And I think that's what we do in our life sometimes. We start to get complacent. But I know at the beginning of that time when he told me if my days were numbered, I'd be like, I'm going to make the best use of this because I don't know when they're going to end. And so if we look at our life like that, it changes everything because all of a sudden, all the things that I stress out about every day and all the little things that I, you know, am wrapped up in really don't make much of a difference. Everything is changed to its proper perspective. I know in this pandemic time, all of a sudden, I don't have the opportunity to go shopping at Target and Walmart and all that stuff, but, you know, just like walking around or I don't have the opportunity to do a lot of the extra things that really weren't necessary. And it's like 
And yesterday when Steve and I went to the store, I looked around. And I was like, I don't really need any of this stuff. I know I just lived two months with all my essentials, my family, you know, exactly what we needed. And all of a sudden, everything wasn't so appealing anymore. You know, I saw all these cute little clothes and, you know, handbags and just fun summer stuff. And while it's fun, and you know, I was looking around in my head. I was like, I really know now that I don't need any of this. <laughs> we just lived a very peaceful two months without worrying about anything extra. Um, so, you know, when we when we look at things in an eternal perspective, we realize how very little we need. Our culture makes us think we need a home like HGTV. We need a home school like all the ones on the internet. That's a whole nother ball game, uh, that topic, if you're a homeschooler, right? We need this co-op. We need this curriculum. We need this planner. We need, we need, we need. You know what you need? You need Jesus. You need God and you need to follow him. You do not need any of those things that you think you do. If you need them, he's going to show you that you need them. But what we tend to do is we go to those things first. And then we're like, oh, yeah, and let me throw in a little dose of God in my Bible. No, it's the other way around. We trust God that he has the number of our days ordained. And we ask him to lead us each day and to show us how to best use our time. See, I think society also stresses us out by making us feel like every moment must matter and everything must count. Well, that might be true because we certainly want to make our moments matter, but are we trying to make our moments matter so much that we're leaving God out of the equation? Or are we letting him lead us? Because if he's leading us, every single moment is going to matter. He's going to lead us exactly where we need to be each day. He's going to lead us to do the things we need to do. He's going to lead us to, you know, do whatever um, he calls you to do. And so, you know, that's another way to look at it. A lot of us are just in our lives, we get caught up, we get caught up running in circles. Like what are we chasing? What are we chasing? You know, do not take these two months home that we've been home and let them be for naught. I get so worried that when this is over, we're all going to go right back to our same old ways and maybe even worse. We're going to be like, you know, like so desperate to like get out of our homes that we're just going to start running around, running around again. I would ask you to use this time to evaluate because the Lord has really like made it clear to all of us that our days are numbered. Um, it could be tomorrow. It could be 100 years from now, but we don't. Well, maybe not 100 for me since I'm 44. I don't think I'll live to be 144, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so, you know, we don't know the amount of days and that's not for us to fret about. Our job is to say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with my time? And evaluate, what are the things that are truly important to you? You know, in this pandemic, you know what I realized? Social media is not important to me because it's important to me for one reason, that I can reach others with the message and hope of Jesus. What's not important to me is all the negativity. I mean, as good as it is to connect with people, I don't believe that that's how we're really supposed to connect with people because... There's so much arguing that goes on and there's so much division lately. That's why I started the Simply Living for Him online community. I wanted to during this time where I can't get out and do Simply Living for Him events and I can't, you know, minister to people in person. I wanted to have a place where people could come 
and have like God honoring discussion and learn and grow in their walk with the Lord without all those distractions. And so that has been um, achieved so far. And I'm really thankful for that. But I don't believe, as I said in my community many times, that we are to stay online. We can equip ourselves online so that when we get offline, we are bearing that light of Christ in our worlds. But I do not believe that we are to stay there. So I have learned through this time that if I'm going to number my days and my time is finite, it does not go on forever. I'm not going to waste hours and hours reading other people's comments, reading other people's arguments, right? That is a complete waste of time. And not only is it a waste of time, it just brings my mind to a place that is negative. And the Bible says in Philippians 4.8 that we are to um, think on all things beautiful and excellent and praiseworthy and pure and lovely. And there's not a lot of that these days online. So, you know, how are you using your time? What are the things you're striving for? What are the things you're chasing after? I know for a lot of us right now, we are looking for connection because we're home. And so that brings us to the online world because that's like where we get a lot of our connection. But you know what? You can pick up the phone and talk to somebody. And I'm not a phone girl, so I get it. I am like the one person in the whole world, probably the worst person that likes to talk on the phone. I do not like to talk on the phone. It stresses me out. But I have to tell you, you need to hear a person's voice. You need to hear their tone. You need to be able to listen when they speak. And there's just something about that human connection. And so we can connect with people by picking up the phone um, or, you know, um, texting is one thing, but it's always a good thing to hear somebody. So we want to do that as well. Um, What else did I want to say about numbering our days? You know, I know that um, life is short and I know that for many of us, our lives are not our lives are not really what we think they're about. You know, we make it all about us. Even our walk with the Lord, we're like, I want to grow closer to the Lord because I need to work on me and I need to do this and I want to be happier and I want to have more joy and I want this and I want that. And all of a sudden, we have completely focused on ourselves for many of our days when our purpose in life is to know Him and make him known, to glorify the Lord. Our main purpose, our calling, our reason for living is to bring glory to God and fulfill that great commission. So when we want to walk closer with him, it betters our walk with him so that, like I said, we can be out there as image bearers of Christ. We are ambassadors of Christ. And we can't do that if we're not filled up on the truth and we're not walking closely with him. So again, what we think, you know, oh, I want to read this book because it's going to help me. And I want to do this because it's going to help me. No, it's going to help you so you can help others. So you can serve others. And so mostly you can share the light of Christ with others. 
You know, so many of us are burnt out. We're walking around tired. We're overwhelmed. We're just feeling like, you know, we don't have much to give. That's not what we were created for. We were created to give and to serve. And we were created to connect with others. But we're getting so burnt out on life that we're just like, you know what? I'd rather just stay home. And again, I'm talking to myself because I'm the biggest want to stay home person there is. And so sometimes we have to push ourselves. And I think when we do this when we teach ourselves to number our days that helps to get us back into that perspective like life isn't all about me life isn't all about my comfort when we have that eternal perspective when we number our days because we have that eternal perspective that time is short am I doing what like I really want to do and so many times I look back especially on my homeschooling journey and hopefully Grace and I can talk about this next week I, one of my biggest regrets is the amount of time I wasted worrying and the amount of time I wasted trying to make things so perfect and trying to think that I wasn't doing enough so I needed to do more. And when I look back, boy, were my homeschool days numbered. And I knew that all along, like you kind of know, people say it's short, but then, you know, it's like cliche. It is so short. And looking back, I do have regrets. And I don't want to say that in a bad way. I have regrets that have now helped me to change things that I'm doing with my other boys. And also, I still believe that every single mistake I made still has a purpose um, because I've learned from it or we've grown from it. But, you know, my homeschool days were numbered and I didn't live like they were for so long. Homeschool moms, I know when they're little, it's hard. I promise you it goes so fast. And I promise you, you're going to look back and be like, what happened? Where did it go? I have an adult in my house now. And I'll tell you this, I love it. I am so thankful for the young adult she has become. But I didn't number my days many times. And, you know, we have to always have that perspective. And our eternal perspective is so important when we live our life. I always felt for me, like the heart of simply living for him is about getting rid of distractions, getting rid of fluff and clutter and all that stuff, not just for the sake of having less, but for the sake of being able to have more Jesus. As I always say, the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we really care about the things of this world, right? The less we desire of the things of this world and the easier it is to simplify, kind of like these last few months. The more I focused on Jesus, the more I wasn't able to go out and do all the stuff I normally do, the less I really cared. I was realizing how perfectly content I was with Jesus. And so I don't want to go back to the old way of living. I want to keep that perspective. But it's a constant reminder for ourselves that our days are are numbered and that we shouldn't be chasing all of the things of this world. We should be chasing after him. And so I never know what tomorrow brings, but I do know God. And God knows what tomorrow brings. He's created every moment and he's created every detail. And my purpose really is to walk where he calls me to, wherever he calls me to. And so when we number our days and we realize that we have an eternal perspective, it just weeds out all of the things that are distracting us. It weeds out all of the clutter. It weeds out all of the things that have taken you know first place when he should be first place and so I want to encourage you today to really 
Use this time. You know, I know things are starting to open up around the country, but don't go back to the way it was. Ask the Lord, teach me to number my days. And not in a morbid way to say, oh my goodness, you know, I'm going to die and I'm afraid because we have no fear. And not in a way to say, I need to make every moment matter to stress you out. In a way where you say, Lord, you have control of my days. How do I live them out according to your plan? And to gain that heart of wisdom because a wise person will know that this life is not all there is and that you have a purpose here to glorify him while you are on this earth. But your ultimate calling is going to be to share that hope with others, to know him, to make him known. And then one day you will live with him in glory in heaven. And that's a beautiful thing. But we're not there yet. Right now we are here and we have a purpose. God created us all for a different purpose. You know, I love where it says in Romans 12 that we each have different gifts according to what he gives us, right? We're not one body with a whole bunch of arms. We'd look silly. Then we'd be an octopus, I guess, right? We're not one body with a whole bunch of eyes. We're a body. Our physical body has eyes and ears and arms and fingers and legs and toes and all these things work together for one main purpose. Just like we as Christians, we all have a different purpose, but we all work together for one main purpose, and that is to give God glory. And so what is your part in that main purpose? What is the gift he's given you? Have you been chasing after the wrong things? Have you, If you've been feeling empty in your life, it's probably because you're chasing after the wrong things. Because when you know that you are walking with the Lord, you're full and you're not going to chase after the wrong things. And so keeping that eternal perspective, you know, not that we don't live out our life here on earth. In fact, we live out our life here on earth um, for the purposes that he has called us to because we know that our days here are numbered. And so we want to surrender to his will and do all things out of your relationship with him, right? Our motive in life should not be, I want to impress that person. I want to feel good. I want to be comfortable. I want to be known. I want my voice to be heard. I want to be right. No, our motive should be to honor God, to give glory to God. Our motives should always be with God at the center. And so when we surrender ourselves to him, it's a glorious life. We don't fret about the number of our days, but we live them according to his purposes. And so um, your life will be changed when you live that way. I didn't always live that way. And some days it's hard to live that way. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've got this all down pat. No way. We're humans. So we're always going to have that struggle, which is why it's so important to stay in the word, to stay close to the truth. When you are in the word and you're close to the truth, you'll have a much easier time living with that heart of wisdom because then you're filled up with wisdom. When you're living half your day on Facebook and Instagram and the internet, your mind is filled up on earthly things. Your mind is filled up on worldly things. And you're not living with that heart of wisdom because it's very easy to get dragged into the culture. 
And so we need to constantly fill our minds with truth. Our thoughts should be lovely and pure and good and excellent and praiseworthy. And how do we have those thoughts when we're thinking on the things of God? Spending our time in the Bible, um, reading uh, the Bible and, and being in prayer, meditating on his word, being with other like-minded women and men, of course, but like-minded women to encourage us in our walk, which is why I created the Simply Living for Him community. It's such a better, if you're going to be on social media because you want some kind of connection and you want to talk with others, I would encourage you to come to the Simply Living for Him community because there's no distractions of headlines. There's no distractions of, you know, drama, and there's no distractions of all that other stuff. And so, you know, you want to dwell on the things of God to keep your focus where it should be because we are so easily distracted. We are so easily distracted as humans. We're like, yes, yes, this is what I want. I want to follow God. I want to follow God. Oh, look, what's that over there? Right? I'm, I'm the same way. So I'm not going to get on here and, and say like, you know, I've got this all figured out. I am the same way. I get it. And so that's why we need each other. And that's why we need to ask the Lord continually, teach me to number my days so I may gain a heart of wisdom. So I would encourage you today in that. And if you have been blessed by this podcast, um, let me know, comment or email me and share it with your friends. Um, And remember to keep that eternal perspective. The things that we're going through right now, as hard as they are, as difficult as they are, someday they will be a memory. Like I said at the top of this podcast, like I used to think when my kids were little, you know, am I, am I making the memories that, you know, I want them to look back on someday and not to, not to like get chained to that thought, because I know that women can get really caught up in trying to make everything perfect. And because you know what they're going to remember, they're never going to remember the stuff. They're always going to remember how they felt. They're going to remember that you taught them about God. They're going to remember those things. And so I always think about my life in this terms, like, am I living the way I would want people to remember me someday? Because I'm not going to be here forever. And so, you know, um, that's, that's really, that's where you gain that heart of wisdom. And so I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from what you think. And I'd love to hear if you have any prayer requests, please reach out and let me know. I'd be happy to pray for you. I know this is a difficult time for many. Also, if you don't have access to a Bible or you don't have a physical Bible and you would like one, please let me know. I'll send you one in the mail. I have Bibles here. I'm sending them out for free to anyone who needs one. I believe everybody should have a Bible who wants the opportunity to know more about God and... um, I would be happy to drop one in the mail to you as soon as you let me know. And also, if you want to be encouraged, come on over to the Simply Living for Him online community. It's simplylivingforhim.com slash community. And we would love to have you there. Check it out. Join one of the Bible studies or the writing or memorization groups. We have a great commission group. We have a prayer group. There's just lots of great fellowships. So go come come on over and check it out. Also, the devotional, the Simply Living for Him devotional, Less Clutter, More Joy, is still available on Amazon. Thank you to those who have purchased it. Many of you have written to me and told me that it's encouraged you during this time. And I'm so grateful. Who knew when I wrote it that it would encourage people during a pandemic, but I'm so grateful that it has. So you can get that on Amazon. I have lots of things in the works at Simply Living for Him coming up. So listen for those announcements soon. Also, we have a shop. Did you know we have a Simply Living for Him shop? T-shirts, handbags, not handbags, totes, tote bags, um, 
accessories, sweatshirts, all that fun stuff. Um, the link is, uh, I'll put it in the show notes, but you can also find it at simplylivingforhim.com. Um, and you can, you know, purchase a fun item there because all those proceeds go right back into the ministry and what I do here at Simply Living For Him to keep things going. And so I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think and I will see you guys soon. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.